0: Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Before Coffee. Let's get talking with Raj so we can find out the daily news of U.S., Europe, and other things related to that.
1: Good morning. Let me get this on here.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know why this piece of hair is just like...
1: I got five stories, man. Five? A couple of them- a couple of them aren't that long, so. Okay. Alright. I can they just throw my headlines coffee. Lines.
0: It's worrying. Greek election ban on extremist party may be too little, too late.
1: Well, on Five Story Friday, we have FBI arrest National Guardsmen and leak of classified documents.
0: Russian ally Serbia denies supplying weapons to Ukraine.
1: Justice Clarence Thomas failed to report a real estate deal with a Texas billionaire.
0: More in UK immigration news, Ukrainian orchestra's key members refuse visa to play.
1: And Dan Snyder agrees to sell Washington Commanders for record $6 billion. We also have exploding cows and two feet of rain in Florida today on Before Coffee.
0: for my first news story crackdown on Hellenis and its golden dawn leader Ilias Kassidiaris could cause more problems than it solves from Athens for two years Ilias Kassidiaris a convicted leader of the now disbanded neo-nazi golden dawn party has used social media to address supporters from Domokos prison in central Greece Month after month, the former MP rallied against the inability of the corrupt political regime to govern the country in a stream of hate-filled speeches. For his 134,000 subscribers on YouTube, the exhortations are lifeline to the Sidiaris and the Hellenists, the small nationalist party he set up shortly before being handed a -a 13-and-a-half year prison term for his role in the Golden Dawn, and they seem to be paying off. 30 months after the violent neo-nazi fascist group was found to be a criminal gang that had masqueraded as a political organization, targeting immigrants, killing a Greek rapper, and lashing out at leftists, the appeal of the famous short-tempered Kassia Diaris does not appear to have faded. On the contrary, it seems to have grown, says Costas Papia Now, who directed, directs Signal, a research group that studies far-right extremism. He's even been given the opportunity to conduct radio shows from his cell and has been very effective in using social media to rally support among the the young. What? Are they stupid? Okay, anyways. (laughs) This dude's a dangerous political leader. Hurry, let people have access to him. It's worrying. If general elections were held tomorrow in his party, it would likely exceed the 3% threshold to get into Parliament. On Wednesday, less than six weeks before Greece heads to the polls, And only hours after lawmakers voted to ban the Hellenists from fielding candidates, Domoko's Prisons Disciplinary Council convened in emergency session as it began examining whether the 42-year-old had flouted prison rules permitting him to have contact solely with close family and lawyers. Exchanges that can only take place using a phone card. The council is expected to announce possible punitive measures on April 20th. Keseodaris' actions, which first came to light two years ago, have caused considerable embarrassment for the center-right government. In October 2021, as the revelation surfaced, Sofia Nicolao, the official heading the anti-crime policy using Citizens' Protection Ministry, not only called for an investigation, but demanded the guards be punished if found to be aiding and abetting the prisoner. In early 2022, Nicolao, moved on since the quesadarious interventions have flourished tuesday late night vote tuesday's late night vote to prohibit the extremists from participating in the next month's elections follows the legislative passed in february that sought to make it impossible for the hellenists to run citing its leader's criminal conviction the latest legislation passed backing passed with the backing of the ruling new Demo- democracy party and center-left PASOK. Broaden the scope of the original ban, making even that impossible. Although the country's Supreme Court will decide on 5th of May whether the law should be placed on the statute books. Opponents have accused the government of doing too little too late before an election that is looking increasingly close. In a nation where the Communist Party was long outlawed, the ban has raised concerns over its constitutionality. The leftist opposition abstained from Tuesday's vote. Arguing it would be set a dangerous precedent and even work to the advantage of the unrepentant Cassiodaris. With one ascendant new democracy popularity hit by a deadly train crash that has taken a wrecking ball in its narrative of effective governance, and no party likely to win an outright majority, smaller groups have picked up support. On the right, the Hellenists have particularly bolstered by anti-Semitic, anti-Systematic Fury in the wake of the disaster perceived to have been avoidable. Kassiodaris, the right-hand man of Golden Dawn's self-titled Führer, Nikos Michalakios, led the extremist party infamous hit squads and trained its member in martial arts. If the Supreme Court refuses to uphold the ban on the ultra-nationalist running group, the group's popularity could grow further, warned Demetrius Marvels, who headed the pollsters MRB. Right now, we're already measuring its support at between 4-4.5%, to he said calling the role of the Hellenist Party potentially decisive in the upcoming election. There you go. That's my story.
1: Okie okay, dokie. Okay. All right, in uh, espionage news, FBI IRS National Guardsman leaked classified information. Authorities say Jack Kishera, 21-year-old member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard, posted sensitive materials on online chat rooms how did you get it he's probably an i.t guy this is a new york times story the fbi arrested 21 year old member of net massachusetts national guard on thursday in a connection with the leak of dozens of highly classified documents containing an array of national security secrets including the breadth of surveillance the united states is able to conduct on russia airman first class jack douglas Tashiro was taken into custody after charges of leaking classified documents after federal authorities said he had posted batches of sensitive intelligence to online gaming chat group called the thug shaker central as reporters of the New York Times gathered near the house on Thursday afternoon about a half dozen FBI agents pushed into the home of Harriman to share his mother and Elizabeth's with his mommy in North Dickton with a two engine government surveillance plane keeping watch overhead. Mom's like, What's that? Some of the art, <laughs> some of the agents arrived heavily armed. Law enforcement officials learned before the search that Airman Teixeira was, was in possession of multiple weapons. and According to personal familiar with the investigation, the FBI found guns at the house. Not long after ca- cameras caught a handcuffed Airman Teixeira wearing red shorts boots, being led away from the home by two heavily-armed men. The Washington Attorney General Merrick Garland in a brief statement announced that the arrest and sent the chairman to Sheryl Beere in the Federal District Court Massachusetts. Mr. Garland said he was arrested in connection with the unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information in reference to the Espionage Act, which is used to prosecute the mishandling and theft of sensitive intelligence the arrest ways raise questions about why such a junior enlisted airman had access to an, an, such an array of potentially damaging secrets why adequate safeguards didn't put in place and for links and why a young man would risk his freedom to share intelligence about a war in iraq with a group of friends he knew from video games social media site as somebody who
0: doesn't do gaming A lot of people say a lot of stuff because they're like, well, one, I'm on the internet, so I'm anonymous. And two, these guys get me. They'll understand.
1: Well, again, he wants to impress his friends. Just like Trump shows classified maps to his friends. Hey, look at what I can do. Yeah, we know you're the president, moron. I'm high up
0: in the government, you know. I know. Yeah,
1: look at me. I got access. Yeah, exactly. He's 21. That, That tells you everything you need to know. And several months ago, the user... A user of Thug Shaker Central, known as OJ, began uploading hundreds of pages of intelligence briefings into a small chat group. The group also discussed guns and military equipment, as well as the original subject of their group, video games. While the other members of the chat group were not identified the group's leader by name, a trail of digital evidence supplied by The Times led to Airman Teixeira, and American officials have confirmed that they believe he uploaded the information picking them properly out of the U.S. military computers. Alright, so there you go. There's your baseline for it. We'll uh, explore this later. I yeah,
0: Speaking of drag baseline, this story out too long. Speaking of baseline so, reports,
1: a game run says discord says Belgrade
0: has, has not nor will it send Kiev arms after leaked Pentagon Papers claimed Serbia had agreed to send weapons. Serbian president says his country has not sold arms to Ukraine, it would not do so after a leaked Pentagon report said Belgrade had agreed to provide arms to Kyiv, according to foreign media reports. Serbia has not or will not export weapons to Ukraine, Alexander Fusisi told reporters on Tuesday, Thursday, according to the Beta News Agency. He added that the Balkan nation, a traditional Russian ally, has not nor will it send an ammunition to either Ukraine or Russia. There is no paper that would show something like that. Reuters reported on Wednesday that the classified Pentagon document alleged that Serbia had agreed to supply arms to Kyiv and has sent them already. The news agency said it could not independently verify the document's authenticity. The Serbian defense minister, Miloš Vjefik, quickly rejected the allegations that said His country has not yet and will not sell weapons to either Ukraine or Russia. Someone obviously aims to drag Serbia into that conflict, but we adhere to our policy consistently, he said in a statement. A leaked Pentagon report is a summary of Europeans' government's response to Ukraine's re- requests for military training and lethal aid, according to media reports. Apart from Belarus, Serbia is the only European nation that has not joined Western sanctions against Moscow, but the country, which aspires to join the EU, has backed several UN resolutions against Russia over its evasion of Ukraine. Just nice, short and sweet. Serbia isn't gonna do that, but you know, sometimes you can't take those leaks as a fact
1: was leaked on, on purpose yeah uh, is that it Next yeah it's
0: really short and sweet so
1: oh okay so more trouble for clarence thomas uh this is really i mean really completely ridiculous imagine now just imagine just this just to start over here and before we start somebody can buys your house from you your mom lives in it they buy your house pay you a, really a fair price not too exorbitant, but they let your mom live in the house that they just bought rent-free <laughs> and basically rebuild the whole house because she's older and she needs, you know, wheelchair ramps, whatever. So basically you're getting a house that you sold. Your mom still gets to live in it rent-free and you're a Supreme Court judge.
0: And they pay for all the renovations, right? And they yeah, bought their yes. house
1: just it and not only that not only that you're supposed to disclose any real estate transactions and all you had to do to make this legal was report it that's it that's all you to do justice clarence thomas did not disclose that he had sold a series of properties to a longtime conservative donor and Hitler memorabilia collector Ellen wilancroft the f- transaction is first known instance of money going directly from the billionaire donor. The revelation casts greater secu- scrutiny on Justice Thomas, who has long raised eyebrows over questions of conflict of interest, in part because of his political activism with his wife, Jeannie Thomas. The nature of Justice Thomas' relationship with the real estate magnet has elicited particular attention after pro-Republican. Detailed last week how he accompanied Mr. on lavish trips for nearly 20 years without disclosing them, it including island hopping in Indonesia and staying at Mr. Crow's 105-acre lakeside retreat in the Adirondack Adrian, Mountains. The disclosures have fueled calls for the Democratic lawmakers and court transparency advocates for the justices face tighter constraints. He should resign, is what he should do, and tw- but he's not because well, he's, on the- he's making good money. In twenty fourteen, a real estate company linked to Mr. Crow bought a single family home and two vacant lots on quiet Savannah Street, paying one hundred and thirty-three thousand three hundred and sixty-three dollars to Justice Thomas and his family for the property. Pro Republica said Justice Thomas did not respond to a request for a comment in a statement last week he addressed reports to his luxury vacations. Early in my tenure court, I sought out guidance from my colleagues and others from the judiciary It was advised that it's sort of personal hospitality. That's talking about the personal hospitality. That's not talking about not disclosing a real estate transaction, which is a violation of federal law of punishment by one year in prison. My intention for one day to create a public museum in Thomas' home dedicated to telling the story Oh, our nation's second black Supreme Court justice was born in Point, Georgia, and later raised in Savannah. He said, "Okay, that's what it was like." That's just Mr. Crow talking. According to Pro Republica, which is apparently he's doing some really good investigative journalism, one of Mr. Crow's companies bought the property from three owners justice thomas his mother and the family of justice Thomas's late brother after the sale the contractors made a number of improvements to the property where the justice's mother still lives still lives his mother is still alive he god he's like 80. advocates pushing for greater transparency at the court said most recent revelations well beyond typical social activities Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, who should run for president, by the way. His name is Whitehouse. Democrat from Rhode Island said in a statement that he would call on the policymaking body for federal courts to refer Justice Thomas to the Attorney General for potential violations of government ethics law. The Supreme Court justices are so deeply ensconced and cocoon of special interest money that they can no longer be trusted to police themselves without proper process. He said, adding that Chief Justice John Roberts it open an ethics investigation into Justice Thomas's financial ties to Mr. Crow and his apparent brazen disregard for disclosure laws. The network of Dr. Justice Thomas and his wife is unclear. What is known is pieced together from financial disclosures, which are filed by justices. His disclosures do not list recent gifts, travel to, or the land purchased by Mr. Crow. Associate Justice like Justice Thomas. Make a salary of two hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. Chief Justice Roberts makes two hundred ninety-eight thousand. Miss Thomas, who goes by Jimmy, Ginny, or Jimmy, you call her Jimmy, is well known for her conservative activism and for being a blatant liar. Her involvement in the push to subvert subvert the 2020 election raised questions over whether Justice Thomas should have recused himself on Supreme Court. He have to recuse himself right to prison. You're you're uh. Your, uh, your story. Okay. I just want to comment. Want to comment on our...
0: I saw, I saw on Twitter... Totally say, people are allowed to have friends, guys. Like, this oh, yeah. isn't about having friends, okay? Yeah, people are allowed to have friends. Just don't pay your friends, you know, for their house.
1: Yeah, <laughs> my, yeah my friend bought my house so and let's refurbished it, right? And still he's let my mom live there, even though she's, like paying rent or maybe she pays a dollar right
0: all right my all right, next guys. story is about more UK immigration mess-ups you with a Ukrainian orchestra's key members refuse Visa to play in the UK I'm guessing key members they mean like the soloist the orchestrator uh, yeah. the conductor sorry the conductor all the first seats. Like, no, we're going to play without the first seats. We're just going to play with the harmonies and no melody. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> like, I have no idea what they mean by key members. But I guess in the article, promoter claims catastrophe as it costs more than 88000 and accuses British government of hypocrisy. Key members of the Ukrainian state orchestra were refused visas to play a series of concerts in the UK this month in a catastrophe. The promoter claims cost more than 100000 Euros or 88,000 pounds. The Komlensky Orchestra was due to tour the UK this month with two shows, The Magical Music of Harry Potter and the Music from Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit and the Rings of Power. Boy, I would have loved to go to those shows, but I guess they're cancelled now. (laughs) The show had been promoted on the UK government's website as an example of British-Ukrainian relationship. They even used it as PR. After the orchestra played the Harry Potter show in Belgium last year, The deputy British ambassador in Brussels, Chloe Lauder, hailed it as an incredible honor to have such iconic part of British culture performed by a Ukrainian orchestra. The promoter, star in entertainment, had accused the UK government of hypocrisy. They made a big deal out of supporting the Ukrainians, but when it came to giving them visas to play in the UK, they didn't want to know, said the chief executive, Jaka Bizilis who is known in the UK entertainment industry after working with Richard Curtis on two film projects and with Bob Geldof on the Cinema for Peace Foundation, which evacuated the Russian dissident Alexei Navalny from Siberia to Berlin in 2020. He called on the culture secretary, Lucy Fraser, to stand down if artists keep being treated like this. Saying the immigration difficulties experienced by an increasing number of foreign artists damages UK citizens culture and the relationship in Europe. It also influences people to lie. Instead of saying, "I'm here for work," they'll just say, "I'm here to visit my family who live in this place." It's not like they're going to put a tracker on you. I'm just saying, I I was living in the in Wales for 6 months. They didn't put a tracker. They didn't come visit my house. They just, "Oh, we believe you." Don't use any of our state funds. Stamped a little six months allowed to stay here in La passport, and it was over. But with the, the you, with yeah, the, this is what caught, this happens when you fuck it up so bad. People just start lying to, just to get in,
1: because
0: yeah. it's too hard. We do everything so right and they still deny us. We'll just lie next time because that's yeah, well, easier.
1: Exactly. What's the point in telling the truth? Just yeah, you know, just investigate the hell out of us and deny us anyway.
0: A rising number of overseas artists are struggling to enter the UK because of Polk's Brexit red tape. One such was the German noise rock band Trigger Cut, which we covered last time. And last week, at uh, last week, after border guards had day jobs unrelated to music, the, those responsible for cutting off artists and culture from the UK should be named and held accountable. Said Biz Zills. "Band musicians and orchestras will not come to the UK anymore at risk of not being let in." Ukrainian, I can't wait for like somebody like BTS, some BTS member. Sorry, we're gonna knock oh, you gonna entrance. Happen.
1: They're not gonna dance.
0: Your main happen. job is actually dancing, not singing, so you're not allowed to sing. It's gonna be <laughs> like
1: the third saxophone player, man. It ain't gonna be no new player.
0: The orchestra, <laughs> Ukrainian orchestra, was supposed to begin the UK tour of the show in Portsmouth on April 1st, but a day before, key members, including the conductor, that's what I thought, the conductor, which is a key member. <laughs> Yeah. And for first violins, I knew it. <laughs> first seat violins.
1: That's had still not received pizza. Huh? It.
0: It's not as simply it's not as as somebody who's been in orchestra. It's not as simply as, oh just do the second violins, do it. The second violins have never played the music before. <laughs>
1: yeah. So
0: you're telling them to go for a paid gig, go up there and just sight read. It'll be fine. And the conductor, yeah. some guy who doesn't know the how the songs are like um because you can make changes as a conductor, you right? You can uh, decide, you know yeah. what, let's add a crescendo here. He has to figure out, a new conductor would have to figure out the old conductor's entire system of how he's playing well, the music. Or make it you up. You know
1: what the solution is? What? The solution? Madonna thought of it years ago. Lip syncing. Play the music. <laughs> why, would
0: you eat, lip, eat. why would you lip sync violins?
1: <laughs> I'm just telling you what the solution is. Well, you just pretend playing them. You hire a couple of prop guys. You put them in tuxedos. <laughs> give them a violin and do this. Yeah. I mean, imagine paying for that. Problem? I
0: want to see. You don't the, plug in a I microphone. want to see the Ukrainian orchestra perform live. Actually, it's just a recording. <laughs> imagine I, I, that.
1: I didn't say it was brilliant. I just said that's a solution. It's a working. Hey, they've been doing it, you know, for. They could 50 do it as a and... joke,
0: or they could do it as a a joke towards this right sorry guys we wanted to perform this live for you but the uk's immigration laws are so bad we've decided to just play recording good night oh
1: watch every british pop show from the start of british pop shows they usually have the guys just that's singing with though. the music piped in are they the, what yeah but for television
0: so, there's a reason for that that's what, what i'm saying it's
1: good enough for television it's good for idiots in the crowd who b- believe anything right well, that's what pop music does. They lip sync. They lip sync all the time. They consider their fans idiots. Well, we're going out there. We're gonna this is play an orchestra. Some though. You're music.
0: literally paying for the live music experience. That's what orchestra. Hey, are I'm for. telling
1: Great Britain how fucking stupid they are. I'm not giving them real life examples of what they should do. <laughs> this is called sarcasm. You know, it's really a thing. You know, I'm not just actually giving you concrete ideas. Okay, this is sarcasm. <laughs> don't, get it, don't get it twisted. Jeez.
0: They ended up stuck in All Paris right. for a week, waiting for the British Embassy to issue visas two, two days after the tour was due to start. They were told they needed to pay 15000 for emergency visas. Okay, so there's also extortion. <laughs> we're not going to let you in, but if you bribe us, we'll let you in.
1: <laughs> How much do you really want to be here?
0: These 24-hour express visas failed to be an issue and... In time, said Liz who accused the UK government of holding the orchestra hostage in Paris. There was no real reason for the refusal. It was just a random discrimination of Ukrainian artists, he added. Oh, no, don't add racism in there, because none people are going to say it. you're wrong. He claimed the visas are only issued after Star Entertainment asked the British Embassy for an explanation to put in a press release as a plan to inform the media. But it was too late for some of the first contents, in of course, Mount and Lori in Salford and York Barbican. The Portsmouth show went ahead, but with UK-based musicians drafted in at the 11th hour to sight-read. I knew it. let just sight-read the music. It'll be fine. They were unable to play the full program, and as a result, many audience members demanded refunds, even though the substitute ensemble received standing ovations. Probably because they were like, wow, great job sight-reading that, because you guys just got here literally two seconds before the show started. Good job. I've been to sight-reading competitions, okay? It's not fun. <laughs> Enjoyable It's the worst thing ever. Um, the Lowry, the Lowry okay. show had to be postponed to 2024. Okay, that's okay. A, a different year. And then the the York concert to later this month. Bizzles estimates that the debacle has cost the company a hundred a hundred euros in fees, hotels costs, and reputational damage. The government spokesperson, I would say even more in reputational damage. Like, completely and totally laid out by the UK government. Hey guys, Ukrainian orchestra's coming. Oh boy, I'm excited. We're not letting him in, though. It was just a joke. Okay, sorry. Uh, We spent a lot of money promoting this. Musicians and performers are valid and important part of the UK culture, with the country attracting world-class entertainers and musicians from around the globe. This is why we offer dedicated immigration route for creative workers. All visa applications are carefully considered on their individual merits in accordance with the immigration rules, said some asshole from the government who just doesn't want to say we fucked up sorry (laughs) i don't know who the quote's from it's just quoted i think it's probably quoted from like we asked the government why they did this and they said we're gonna give you a really vague answer where where there are delays in processing of applications we will always endeavor to identify such issues can be avoided in the near future through improvements to our back office function and capability aha they're trying to say uh it was the workers who work in the offices they're slow and also you should have applied 15 years in advance and then you would have been allowed in okay so it's not our fault <laughs> you need to try harder next time your story
1: oh right Obviously, bureaucratic very snafus much a-, a plenty. i'm gonna try to squeeze three stories maybe or maybe i'll just do one well let see um, there was a celebration in washington dc yesterday was it was it like a big political event no was it was it that they won a championship no nope they got rid of the worst owner in sports dan Gra- dan snyder agrees to sell washington commanders for six billion dollars the nfl team is on track to be sold for a record figure to a group led by josh harris and as and investigations can into sexual harassment claims and the team's finances continue. Josh Harris, an owner of the NBA's Philadelphia 76ers and the NHL's New Jersey Devils, also owns part of the Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers, so you have to sell that, agreed in principle to buy the Washington Commanders for record $6 billion from Dan Snyder, a longtime owner plagued by scandals, and drew investigations from the NFL and Congress. With the end of the Snyder's tenure nearing the NFL can begin to distance itself from a painful chapter in its history and and write the future of popular franchise, which under Snyder has been tarnished by accusations of toxic work, toxic workplace and inability to secure a new stadium. Oh, and also having a really bad team a lot. That's also true. That's the thing sports fans actually care about. (laughs) The sale first reported by Sportico is confirmed by a person with knowledge and agreement and is not authorized to speak. The agreement comes as the NFL continues to s- its second investigation. The widespread sexual harassment made against executives of the team, including Snyder, as well as financial improprieties. These allegations, coupled with Snyder's inability to build a new stadium and a backlash from teams' fans, have pushed many of the owners of the league's other teams to consider voting to force him the sell, which he bought in 1999 for $800 million. Let's do some quick configuring here. Eight, Hundred million into six billion. It goes into it's over sevenfold. So he made over sevenfold his profit in 23 years, 24 years. Harris Gloops Harris's group includes Mitchell Rails, a billionaire from Washington, DC, and a group of limited partners that includes Magic Johnson. Once they submit the deal, the sale would have to be approved by the league's finance committee and by three quarters of 31 owners shouldn't be a big deal josh harris is already an owner in two leagues and a partial owner in the nfl you want me to do another story or do you want to continue
0: yeah just keep going that one's short
1: okay in florida they got two feet of rain the other day and a 24-hour period Torrential downpours in southwest Florida on Thursday, bringing down total rainfall in the Fort, Fort Lauderdale region of more than two feet in recent days, with widespread flooding that blocked roads, closed schools, and shut down an airport. Preliminary reports showed that about 25 inches 64 centimeters, of rain had fallen in Fort Lauderdale, making it one and, a one-in-one-thousand-year event. We can see we get a lot of those type of things it's extremely rare that is this is an astronomical amount of rainfall some two million people and well, i'm sorry said meteorologist sean Bati. some two million people in broward county were under a flood warning relentless rain drenched the area parts of florida atlantic coast north of miami are already seen 20 inches of rain over the last several days national weather service said no injuries deaths have been reported Video footage, social media showed sheets of rain pounding the area, reached tops of cars and people wading through waters. In one video, a, a person swam in waters that had floated a roadway. The thing is, the thing has been parked for hours. Meteorologist Alex Lamers said on Twitter Wednesday night, pref- referring to the storm system pumping rain into the region, like putting a faucet right over Fort Lauderdale, turning it on, and walking away. So. Heavy rains and flooding also forced Broward County public schools serving 350,000 students to cancel classes on Thursday. Yeah, just swim to the bus, kids. Fine. Get on your inner tube. And that's the Florida weather news. And one more weird item in the news. About 18,000 cattle are killed. Oh, that's kind of a lot. About 18,000 cattle are killed in a fire at a dairy farm in Texas, eighteen thousand. Yeah, I One don't even know how much
0: that is because it's too big of a number.
1: Ridiculous, man! Yeah. And when I was I a kid, think we past had maybe
0: so.
1: we probably like twenty-five cows tops at our peak, Yeah, right? I've only 18, seen 000. small farms. I've
0: never seen a huge eighteen thousand farm. Corporate maybe when we farm. drove through Texas
1: a thick plume of smoke mushroom you know there was one just north of us when we lived in new mexico we, yeah. uh, by las cruz it's a huge dairy farm just went for miles and miles I think it was six miles long alongside the highway it seemed like it it's probably still there <laughs> night Nine, the 911 calls 9-1, this is a story in new york times livia albic ripa ripka the 911 calls came in rapid succession with reports of an explosion of fire on Monday, that officials would later say had trapped one female employee and thousands of cattle inside a milking parlor at the dairy farm in Dimmit, Texas. and emergency responders approached after 7 p.m., they witnessed a thick plume of smoke mushrooming over the plains. The worker, whose name and authorities is not released, was rushed to the hospital by helicopter in Lubbock, Texas. So, this is near Lubbock, which is the panhandle with Texas. While devastating, I'm grateful that there was no further injuries, said Miller, the Texas Agriculture uh, Commissioner said in the statement. As for the cattle, he noted, about 18,000 had died. This was the deadliest barn fire for cattle in Texas history, I guess. The investigation and cleanup may take some time. The episode appears to be the largest mass death of cattle in the single fire, not only in Texas, but also from the United States in the last two decades. According to data from the Manimal Welfare Institute, a nonprofit that has been tracking barn fires since 2013. During that period, more than 6 million animals have been killed in barn fires, which our organization says are often caused by electrical malfunctions. But less than 1% of the animal cas- casualties have been cattle. Cattle have died in mass and other circumstances, however, in 2016, a blizzard killed them. more than 35,000 dairy cars in Texas. Yeah, but that wasn't in one place. The following Year, some cattle farmers in California lost their herds and livelihoods. This devastating wildfires. Officials said the cause of Monday's explosion of fire at South Fork Dairy Farm in Dimmitt, a city of around 4,000 people, remained under investigation by the state fire marshal. The fire marshal's office did, immediately, did not immediately respond to requests for further information on Thursday evening. Local officials, including Mayor Dimmitt and Castro County Judge, also could not be immediately released reached. When reached by phone on Thursday evening, Frank Brand, who is listed as a farm's operator, said that he could not comment. The Texas Association of Dairy and Industry Group that advocates for dairy farmers said that a statement that is deeply saddened the family dairy. I'm sorry, 18,000 cows does not sound like a family dairy. It sounds like a huge.
0: Yeah, a family owns the farm, sure.
1: Are yeah, they working sure. on
0: all 18,000 cows? Probably not. They're probably using They're not working at cheap all. labor. Of... Freaking farmhands who are paid 10 cents for every cow.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not. All I like what I say. Oh, it's a small little farm. 18,000 cows. And that probably wasn't even all the cows. At all. You're sorry.
0: All right. In culture news today. I'm going to talk about Kathleen Hanna's feminist party band, La Tigre, uni- reuniting. It's depressing. Our lyrics are still relevant. 20 years later, she says, they got back together for a one-off show on Hanna's doorstep. Then they realized they had unfinished business to perform their place in the punk canon and get warring feminists offline and reveling together. together. Mm-hmm. Most bands wring their hands over whether to run out or not. But for La it was easy. The Impetuous was a festival in Pasadena, Los Angeles in 2022. It was three miles from my house, says frontwoman Kathleen Hanna, laughing. I was like, I want to do this because I can cruise down the hill and go to the festival and all my friends can come. Then they concluded that the rehearsals for the festival done over video call and in an L.A., New York, where bandmates Joanna Faitman and JD Sampson live, shouldn't be wasted. They announced a full tour, their first since 2005, which hits the UK in June. Returning now with Hannah free from Lyme disease that severely limited her life for more than eight years, feels cathartic. Getting back together to perform these songs is a bit of a resolution for us artistically, says Faitman. We were either under too much pressure from promoting an album or we didn't totally get to realize our vision. We are able to scale up almost 20 years later which is crazy opportunity. Who wouldn't take it? After her success as a front woman of Riot Girl Pioneer's Bikini Kill in the 1990s, Hannah had been depressed, initially uninterested in forming another band, but she and Fateman moved from their hometown of Portland, Oregon to New York City and started La Tigre in 1998. Hannah's voice had matured to become full and resonant and together they asserted what they thought music fans needed at the time, a culture of non-competition non-compet- and upbeat praise within the group projected to the wider world, plus extremely catchy pop songs, take Decepticon, a sing-along about the lack of meaning in popular rock, or the extensive feminist history lesson contained in Hot Topic, Tammy Ray Carlin and Sleater Kinney, Vivian Dick and Lorraine O'Grady. Meanwhile feminism went mainstream, Hannah was frequently asked questions such as, is it problematic that Beyonce performs in front of, of the word feminist? There's a million ways to discredit, discredit political movements, and that's one of them, she says. I think that a lot of those critiques in the mainstream are basically, Miley Cyrus says she's feminist, so it's not real anymore, and we shouldn't be associated with it. It's just a clickbait conversation that hasn't got anything to do with what's really going on. Feminist activism remained a centralizing part of their lives. Post-Le Gray. Fateman bought a hair salon and worked at as a feminist writer and art critic. Samson toured with Peaches and her own band, Men. while working as an arts professor at New York University. Hannah was in a band called the Julie Ruin, which she stopped due to her illness. Lime disease was making it possible for me to tour. But don't expect another La Tigre album soon. We haven't exhausted this material, says Hannah. It's still challenging and exciting to perform, and I'm understanding nuances in the song that I didn't notice before. I'm having real pride in our songwriting, and so I don't see any need to write anything new. Her audiences have occasionally reflected this change away, oh, even Hannah, known for scrolling feminist slogans on her chest and wearing neon hot pants, wonders how she is supposed to present herself now. I've gotten a lot of messages from women who are around my age saying, I started as Phil's, if I didn't belong in punk scene anymore, and you made me feel like I can keep doing what I want to do. That feels like the ultimate goal for, for success, it's hard to age as a punk, even as a feminist electropunk. Her audiences have occasionally reflected this change back to her. People yell out mom to me, and it's funny, but it's also offensive because I'm over a certain age, I'm like their parent now, or their right grandma, and that kind of ageism just reinforces the idea that you're only valuable if you have children or if you're a fuckable girl in the scene. Those are your two choices. That's so silly and reductive, Hannah says. When Latigra came on stage, none of the stereotypes made any sense anymore, and that's what we want to be. Something intense, artistic, that makes stupid, boring, mediocre stuff dissolve. The Tigers UK store starts on June 3rd at the Troxy in London. So I, I can relate to that, the idea that, like, they're literally feminist punk rockers and you're trying to put them in a box, you know? Hey, you're old now! I don't give a shit, I'm a punk rocker, what do I care? <laughs> yeah, people age, what's the big deal?
1: Yeah, don't care about anything, that's punk rock. Did the poll, uh, I'm sorry, the same history, right, basically here? What happened on this day in history april 14th one famous thing happened uh abraham lincoln was assassinated well he was shot he died the next day and april Fourteenth, 1865 uh septimus was declared emperor of rome by his troops and went on the phone of personal dynasty and convert the government into military monarchy in 1471 the deposed and exiled king of england and edward the fourth defeated king king henry the sixth's force at the battle of Barnett near London enabling him to retake the throne that's a lot in 1828 Noah Webster published an American dictionary of the English language so we got a dictionary of English words in 1828 basically just took the e off the end of all the English words the birdie whatever and Sullivan Helen Keller's teacher was born in this day in 1866 in Springfield, Massachusetts. In 1902, American business businessman J.C. Penney opened his first dry goods store in Ken Mirror, Wyoming. John Gilgood, English actor, and producer and Shakespearean actor, was born on this day in 1904. American architect Louis Sullivan, the father of modern American architecture, died in this day in 1922, 1924. American author John Steinbeck's classic, The Greats of Wrath, which was set during the Great Depression and traces the migration of Oklahoma Dust Bowl family to California, was published on this day on 1939. American professional baseball player Pete Rose, was born this day in 1941 American art Arthur Ralph Ellison published his debut novel invisible man I don't even know what that they just made up a word for this that tells the native and idealistic young black man is widely regarded as classic it was published in 1952 a force of US warplanes bombed Libya on this date in 1986. I remember it. I was in uh, 29 Palms uh, Marine Corps of Electronics School when this happened. Guess what? We bombed Libya. Libya. He couldn't even pronounce it. He's so excited. The gunny out there. Yay! <laughs> we and we I'll always remember it.
0: Bombs.
1: Well, we had a gunny. The company gunny. His name was Gunny Boyd. He had these Gunny Boydisms. He would say things that make no sense at all. He said, if everybody's upset about this, this, uh, a bombing, and he's saying this in front of a formation of about 4,000 people. We have a big, we had a big battalion. He goes, I got two words for those people. I'm tired of dying. That's three words, Gunny. That's three. Anyway, <laughs> little, little side joke. <laughs> Researchers announced the end of the Human Genome Project in 2000, 2003. So they mapped the, uh, human genome and it took 13 years in 2004 Bartholomew the first economical patriarch of the Eastern Orthodox Church formally accepted the apology offered by John Paul II for for sacking of Constantinople by the Crusader armies in the 13th century all right all the dead people in the 13th century feel better
0: I'm, I'm sure they did
1: Yeah, in 2010, the really hard-to-pronounce volcano in Iceland began sending us ash plumes into the skies, disrupting air traffic for days across northern and central Europe. Let's spell this word, shall we? K U L L volcano (laughs) There's today's episode of Sesame Street. Um... Head hedge fund manager, Bernie Madoff, the famous Ponzi scheme guy died at the age of 82 at this day in 2021. Other birthdays, Sarah Michelle Geller, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Happy birthday. Julie Christie, British actress. Happy birthday, Loretta Lynn, who died recently. Happy birthday, Loretta. And on Sunday, is my mom's 100th birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. And today, that's the headlines and all the nonsense from Friday, April 14th, 2023. You go ahead.
0: Alright, that's been me from, from Europe, talking about orchestras, getting really angry about orchestras. It's very this. <laughs> Okay, as I have a personal take in this, okay? this idea being of not letting the conductor unfairly. of an orchestra into the country is just ridiculous to me. Anyways, I hope to see you next week. I don't
1: even see the point. I mean, the yeah. whole point of it was like let's 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 make sure we're all getting together on this. Not let's cause bureaucratic snafus instead. And there's Roger with comprehensive news of planet Earth on. Before coffee. Be sure to hit the like, subscribe, and notify buttons. And follow our other channels. Toxic Alley, History of Gravy, and Scratchy Old Records.